1: Hey everyone, it's Bella. This is Jace. And welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. This is our third question and answer podcast where we answer our listeners' questions. So if you ever had any questions, you can always email us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four O-U-R-P-L-A-Y podcast at gmail.com, or you can head over to foreplay.com slash ask and fill out our Question box. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> you guys can ask any kinds of questions. I know they're usually sexual questions. Fair enough. But um, if you have any other questions, you know, we'll answer whatever. So we just love hearing from you guys. So let's get into the first question.
1: Our first question is, we're starting our lifestyle journey online, but we have some fears or concerns. Do you worry about murder, rape, robbery, etc.? Even meeting someone ahead of time, people can put a front up and we worry about these things. With that,
0: I feel like personally... I don't ever worry at least any more than I would in any normal life situation. I think you have to be smart and, you know, make sure the people you're communicating with don't seem like anything's off. But I would say as a general rule, I feel like in life, most people are good people. And I think that you just have to kind of – it's always smart, you know, to meet in a public place first, not just meet at someone's house, especially if you don't know somebody Make sure that you kind of all get along really well and that you're just feeling comfortable with the situation. And if you ever have that gut instinct of something being off, then you know it's always okay to say, you know, well, we can always meet up again later or in the conversation there towards even the night. But personally, I feel like I don't really ever worry about it. And yeah, I just think – I think you just have to be careful just like any other normal life situation. Just use your your judgment. And I suppose I think most people people are really good people as a general rule.
1: Yeah, I like to think the best of everyone. And I try not to put those types of uh, feelings out there, any kind of negative feelings or anything. We're again, really big on law of attraction. And so I feel like the more positive energy that you put out and the more that you think everything that's going to happen is going to end up being good, then that's why I don't really ever have those fears. I just don't think about it. And, of course, you can't. it makes sense to have those fears, but we've never had an experience where anyone was a bad person. We've had bad experiences, but not because they were bad people. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if you have see a red flag or you feel a red flag, then end it there. I think that's the biggest advice for that. Trust your gut, trust mm-hmm. your instincts. But-
0: yeah, and if you do have that that feeling, it's always better to just I said end it there over being like, "Well, maybe it's going to be okay" because there's no experience even if they're not murderers or whatever bad thing. If you still have that off feeling, 9 out of 10 times that experience would be a Not fun experience anyway.
1: It's not worth even going through it and meeting up with them. But definitely meet in a public place. That's a big thing. Don't just meet at their house or your house or your place if you're worried about it.
0: Or you you haven't talked to them
1: for a long time.
0: Yeah, you can always meet at a club. Or go out and have a drink at a bar. And just as I said, really, it's kind of like the Craigslist rule, I feel like. I really
1: was about to say the Craigslist rule.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't meet at a quick trip.
1: Yeah. Or, or like Walmart. That, yeah. But just meet at a public
0: place so you can really kind of feel everybody out and just use your instinct. But I think most people are good.
1: And we usually meet in a public place anyway. It's not mm-hmm. like we meet people online for the most part and say okay, come straight to our house. Like, we'll uh, meet a pra- around a place close to one of our places so we can kind of feel everything out, but...
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've ever met anyone and told them to come straight to our place without meeting them in person first. I just feel like that's yeah not a good call ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Second question is, clubs, house parties, hotel takeovers. Some look sketchy, some seem safer. We haven't found a decent-looking club yet in... I'm not going to say the place that they live in just for their um, privacy, but it is a place in the US. (laughs) Have you been to any or all of these? What feels more comfortable? They may, that might not be the right word, but what places feel like a safe place for experiences? We've been to all three of those. We've been to clubs, house parties, and hotel takeovers. I would say the most Variety is clubs and hotel takeovers. You'll have the most people. I would say hotel takeovers are the most fun because there's so many options, but it is a lot bigger and there's it's more overwhelming, I would say.
0: I, I, I agree that 100%. I do think that a hotel takeover, if you're going for what feels maybe the even the most safe to me, I feel like maybe I would rank them hotel takeover, then club, then house party in the sense of if you're at a hotel takeover, you always can have a room somewhere. So if you get – if you're not feeling well or you just get into a situation you don't like, you can just go back to your room and you have a place right there on premise that you can have your, your little safe space that's just you and your partner. You can lock your door. You know, I mean I'm never saying you need to lock your door and be nervous or anything but you do have your own area on premise I I've always felt comfortable at all of those places but I would say also it kind of goes back with the question before this when it comes to house parties I feel like if you do know people they can feel like some of the safest places because they're normally more of a small intimate gathering you can get to know everybody there a little bit more Not and as it's, loud. Yeah, yeah it's not as overwhelming if you want to use that word but it also depending on your personality, if you are at a small house party and you like to kind of go off and take some time, I feel like house parties are more a lot of people really close together whereas a hotel takeover, you know you just leave the room there's plenty of other places. So I think it kind of goes on how your personality goes and your kind of how much you like to talk to people if you're more reserved, if you're more shy, I think that a hotel takeover or a club, you have more of an option to go up and say hello to people and then kind of go off and have some space to talk to your, like by yourselves if you want to, like you and your partner. Whereas a house party, you can still find places to just be you two, but it's as much more, smaller, intimate gathering. So I feel like it's more difficult to get as much alone time where you can just talk as freely in a situation like that.
1: I feel like a house party, if you know a lot of the people, will be the most safe place and you will feel the safest and you will feel the most comfortable. But if you go into a house party only knowing a few people or a couple or two, it can be a bit more daunting because it's such a safe – or not safe, because it's such a small space, but they can not be the most fun. I would say house parties, when everybody knows each other – is the best experience. But if you're wanting options, the the other two are a better experience. I will say with clubs, it depends because there are some places where the clubs do seem very sketchy on the outside and even going in can be kind of weird. We've had some friends who, I mean, I don't want to rag on the clubs or anything, but we had some friends who said they were about to go into a club and it just looked so weird that they ended up just leaving. So, we stick with Colette <laughs> and Colette has places in Austin, Dallas, Houston, and New Orleans. New Orleans. But those ones if you're in the area are like high class and very safe and We always feel really comfortable in those. And I know there's a lot of clubs in Florida that are really good too, like Trapeze. Um, But I know that's hard whenever you're in a smaller city and you just don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely harder. But I mean, the best thing to do is go on websites like SDC or Cassidy. They always have local parties and events going on. You can find the name of the club that's around you. You can do some research online. I mean, look at reviews. Look at what people have said about the clubs around you. And... Even if you can meet a few people in your local area, you can always ask them the experiences they've had at clubs, and that's probably one of the best ways to find out what club or what space will be most comfortable for you.
1: Yeah, and you can also look at the guest list too whenever you're on SDC in Cassidy and you go to one of the – flyers that have the clubs you can see how many people are going I will say it's not very truly indicative of how many people are going to be there but if you're new to the club scene and you're new to the event hotel takeover kind of scene you can at least see how many people are going to go ish it's like if there's more than 20 people on the guest list then you know it's going to be like way more than 20 people going yeah if
0: it's a club or something you can always assume there's going to be way more people than what's actually on the guest list. Yeah. If it's like a house party or something, maybe it's pretty accurate of people sending out invites. But if it's a club and let's say that says there's 20 people going, there's definitely going to be more people going because most people don't – and not most, but not everybody.
1: I would say a majority of people don't put themselves on the guest list, but it's a good indicator. We know the most popular parties – like Halloween, Valentine's Day always has a bunch of people on the guest list. And whenever you go to the – like whenever you're at the club, there's like, way more people there. So it's, you, you, it's good to get um, a little bit of an idea. If you see that there's two people on the guest list, then there's probably not going to be like a ton, ton, a ton of people. Yeah. But I will say Saturdays are always the best day to go. If you're going to go to a club – Hotel takeovers are usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Saturdays, no matter what – party or event it is is always the best day to go because it's well to us because there's the most people usually it's all couples whereas fridays thursdays wednesdays are they it's not like that
0: (laughs) and the last thing i want to mention on that really quick is if you do if you're new and you're kind of nervous you can always put yourself on the guest list or you could reach out to somebody that's on the guest list that you know looks fun and and maybe break that initial contact Barry I'm like, oh, we're going here on Saturday too. Like, hopefully we'll see you there or something like that. Because I think that that would – so maybe someone will message you and then maybe it will make that going in a little bit less daunting if you, you know, kind of happy. know somebody yeah. even if it's through online because you're still meeting in a safe place like a club. I think that's something else you could do that might help you if you're new and a little bit nervous about it. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. So have you guys ever had a party or – you're just at a place at a club and things are just moving along slowly, the conversation's dry, whatever it is, well, we have the solution. We have a lifestyle icebreaker game. It's called Foreplay the Game. It is the ultimate adult party game. You play it on your phone or anywhere with an internet browser, and it just spices things up and it's just a really fun thing. So if you guys are ever looking for something, go to foreplay.com slash games and you can get more information about it.
1: We also have lifestyle and swinger clothing, and you can find that at foreplay.com shop. And if you're newer into the lifestyle and you're wondering kind of where to start, we have an intro to the lifestyle course. And it tells everything that Jason and I wish we would have known at the beginning of our journey to make things a little bit more smoothly. And you can find that at foreplay.com learn. Back to the show. Our third question is, my husband and I are both on the shyer side, so clubs and the like are a little intimidating. Any advice for going?
0: Well, I mean, I guess our last question helped. I said, I think that you could do the, the guest list and mm-hmm. maybe message someone on the guest list that looks like they would be your type of people, that someone looks fun to you, so maybe you know somebody. But my biggest advice at the end of the day, and I know we touched on this in other podcasts and stories, but... I go from the mentality of that you only live once, and every moment of your life only happens once. So if you can put your shyness to the side and just take the leap and just go over and say hello, people are nice. And you know, if someone isn't interested, then it doesn't matter. Everyone has their type. Everyone has their thing. So to me, it's always better to go say hello because the worst thing that's gonna happen is you can make a new friend and. I just live from that mentality of might as well go say hello and it's not like an easy thing to do but the more that you do that the easier and easier it gets.
1: Coming from someone who was shyer in the beginning and we felt like we stuck to ourselves because we were afraid to go talk to people. We've had friends who have known us from the very beginning of us being in the lifestyle and we were a lot more shy at the beginning too it was just hard to go say hi to people so I totally get where you're coming from but we have had friends say that they were intimidated by us because they thought that we just wanted to stick together and like we didn't want to talk to people
0: yeah almost like we seemed standoffish in a way because Mm -hmm. we wouldn't go ever say hello we just kind of sat in our own little area
1: and, and so, that was just because we were scared. Yeah, like we and that's were not how shy. we were at all. It's yeah. <laughs> so the complete opposite. And it is hard to make that first leap and just say hi. It, it sounds daunting, but I promise you it is so much better to just go and, like, be friendly and say hi than, like, stay in your shell.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I would say is good advice for that is I remember – this was forever ago. I remember reading something in a book or hearing something and they were talking about, like – guys that wanted to hit on girls that didn't know how, and this is kind of a roundabout example, but they said that whenever you go into a club or a bar, let's say you're a guy Mm -hmm. trying to talk to a single girl, just go say hello to the first person you see because then you get that initial talking to somebody over with. Mm -hmm. I think that's another good advice. If you get to the club, don't sit there for an hour and wait. Like If you're nervous about it, get to the club, get situated, and just go say hello to somebody. Whoever it is, just say hi because once you break that first – talking to somebody, it just gets easier. So it doesn't have to be anyone that would be, you know, your ideal couple or whatever, just to go say hello and make a new friend. I think that as soon as you get there, if you just go say hello, you kind of can't wait and say, okay, the next couple that we think is cute or the next couple that walks by or the next if you just go say hi to somebody, you've already done it, and then you're like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something you could do that would that would help in that situation if you're a little bit nervous about talking to somebody.
1: It's like breaking the ice for yourself, mm-hmm. and it, it really does help a lot. And so I know that's not the best answer. you know. Like it, it, It's almost like we're saying, well, if you're shy, you just – have to not be shy that's not necessarily it but it does just if you can just break out of that shell a little bit your experience is seriously going to be so much greater coming from someone with that experience yeah and you were shy
0: yeah and you have to realize too that if you can meet somebody they'll introduce you to their friends and so that Mm -hmm. one initial contact and going for it can let you meet five or six or ten or however many people are there you can meet so many more people because people will introduce you and then that's one you don't even have to do because so we have friends that – I mean we'll see someone like, oh, this is our friend to and Jayce. This is – and you don't even have to introduce yourself because you know so many people. And so that is one other thing that you can do is said so take that first shot. Try to get into a little group of talking to people and you'll just keep meeting people.
1: And our last question is on the topic of being shy, we are also less confrontational. So how do you, after talking to a couple for a while and then deciding you're not feeling them or the situation, how do you go about backing out? Just honesty, where we are scared to hurt people.
0: That is that is a really tough question. I know there's not some perfect answer. I think one thing you can always do that's not hurtful is just say something easy like hey me and me and my wife we're, we're going to go dance for a little bit. Hey, we're going to walk around and just see what's going on because you're not in that in that way you're not saying, "Hey, we don't want to hang out with you. We're trying to escape." But it's just you taking it and being like, "Hey, we're going to go dance for a few minutes. We're going to just do us. We're going to we'll, we'll see you guys around somewhere." I don't think that that is a hurtful or bad way to do something. You could say, "Hey, we're going to get a drink." you know and yeah, yeah I, I think you can do those things and I mean sometimes you know we'll say that to people because we're gonna go get a drink and we're just coming back like right away but I think that is one of the least hurtful ways to end a conversation I think it's one of the most polite ways I don't know exactly I said I think it's one of the most polite ways and one of the most comfortable for you and for the other couple that in that scenario
1: but that's in a public situation that's if you're meeting someone at a club so if you are in a one-on-one situation with a couple and you're not feeling it and you just don't know how to uh let them down to not hurt their feelings we've said before to other couples are like hey we're um not interested in playing tonight Mm -hmm. and that usually gets the point across <laughs> yeah and you, you
0: can still say we were if you guys want to go dance for a while because like let's say you're at a bar or whatever like oh if you guys want to have another drink together and hang out whatever it is but I think that being honest like Bella said and saying we're not interested in playing tonight it really does if, if the couple is seeming like they want to play I mean I wouldn't just be like hey we don't want to play
1: yeah like if it's going if it looks like it it's moving forward and that couple wants to continue moving forward, but you don't want to, you can say it that way, or you can just say, Hey, um, I think Jason and I are going to go ahead and head out tonight. It was so nice meeting you guys, Mm -hmm. something like that. You can end it that way. And then I feel like that. I I feel like I would get the point across. I'm like, okay, they're not interested in continuing.
0: Yeah. Because I think the thing you always have to realize is you can't take anything personally, especially in lifestyle stuff. Everyone with anything. Yeah. But everyone meshes differently. Everyone has their types. And so, if a couple ever to say that to us, I mean, every time that happens, I don't take anything personally about it. I'm like, okay, great. Like I had fun meeting you. It was a good night and you just kind of move forward. So I think that those are the best ways to kind of, get out of that situation while being polite and not being uncomfortable for you or for the other couple that's involved in the situation.
1: And when it comes to online, that one's a little bit because you have to be more direct. You know, I know a lot of people just ghost people. And that's kind of like, well, you can, I would say that's the one that you come across the most online. I personally would like more honesty, I think. And when I've read on Reddit and things, I think other people A little bit would like honesty as well but it is harder to say but the times that we have said that we weren't interested to people online we just said hey um i think sexually we don't mesh but we would love to you know be we love making friends with everybody or we'd love to like be friends so if you're ever at Colette, or if you're ever you know at an event like i'd love to like say hi and like Mm -hmm. something like that
0: yeah and i mean if you're ever ghosted or i mean i don't I think that that also gets the point. Of, it does get the point across without saying anything mean. So if that everyone, anyone ever does that to you, I mean, it's something to ever take personally. I think sometimes, I guess that is like an easy solution. Yeah, it's like beating around the
1: bush with that. It's like sweeping it under the rug is ghosting. So I don't like usually like to ghost people, but I know people have ghosted us. And that is what, just know that you're going to have to say no to people. Or not no, but like you're gonna not be interested in people and people aren't gonna be interested in you. And it's just gonna happen and you have to just be okay and know that 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 it's going to happen. <laughs> so those are all really, really great questions. We hope that we answered them well and that it helped anybody listening out if you had those same questions. And we are gonna go ahead and move on to Bella and Jace's weekly, weekly obsessions. Weekly obsessions. Weekly obsessions. <laughs> So this is kind of TMI, but I mean, this is a sex podcast, sex positive podcast, so I don't think anything can be TMI on here, right? But okay, I have lived 29 years now without ever trying a menstrual cup, and I'm telling you, I just got this last week, and it has changed my life. I cannot believe that I have not been using a menstrual cup since I've started having my period. Although that would be kind of scary to put in like when you're, you know, when you first start, but it has changed my life. So women out there, if you're wanting to try it out, I'm telling you, do it and just see what it's like. I'm going to link the one that I got off of Amazon in our show notes. Um, I think the brand was Talisi and it was really cheap. It was two for $12 or something like that. Um, So if you're not familiar with menstrual cups, they're just little silicone cups that collect your... (laughs) menstruals um and it's reusable and it's better for the environment and they have other ones that this one hasn't i've ordered it but i haven't gotten it in the mail yet but i'm sure i'm going to be obsessed with it too but they're um it almost is like a a disc so it's a little bit different than the menstrual it's still a menstrual cup but it's a disc and you after you put it like you can have sex with it in so I haven't ha- tried that one yet it is coming in the mail but I'm sure that that is going to come in handy because there's lots of times where I, you know like I want to be doing lifestyle stuff but I, like I can't yet because of it so I'm telling you change my life that's my weekly obsession
0: all right do you have a do you have a song or a thing too you can do both you're all about your, well, right at the end all right
1: and um the show Sex Life on Netflix, I just started that, and I've really been into Sex Life. It's a good show. It's about this girl who had a crazy wild sex life. I'm only on episode two, but she had a crazy sex life in the past, and now she settled down with um, two kids and her husband, and it's just not the same like it used to be, and she feels like she kind of lost herself, and... That's really all I know so far, but it's really good. And there's a the, – the sex scenes are really good too, so I'd highly recommend it.
0: All right. So for my weekly obsession, I have a song. I am obsessed with Solar Power by Lord. I used to love Lord's music and then she just like disappeared for forever. And she came out the song like – I don't know how long ago. It was a month ago or something. And if you guys have ever watched the movie The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio, it's about these people that like are – on this little thailand beach and they had this little, Island, yeah, yeah that is exactly what the feel this song gives me but i don't know i just really like the song it does have like a culty feel to the yeah, music video yeah i will stuff. say it is
1: kind of weird <laughs> like the more you listen to the, the song is really good the the beat and all of that and how you feel it's really cool but yeah the music video is kind of weird
0: <laughs> but i just like it i like lord i like it so that's my song and we started watching uh, Loki on, I don't know, That's on Disney? Uh-huh. Um, we started watching Loki, and we watched, like, the Winter Soldier and stuff and WandaVision and all those ones. But I think that Loki has been my favorite so far.
1: I loved WandaVision. You just didn't like WandaVision. And I really liked Winter Soldier and Falcon 2. You just weren't into it. This is the first one that you've just been into. But all of the other ones are also good.
0: <laughs> but this one's my favorite. I didn't think the other ones are bad, but I like Loki the best. I think I like Loki's... Character the best out of everybody from just all the Marvel ones they've done. So, I'm gonna vote that, for that. I'm gonna vote that for my show. And my last weekly obsession is: we were in California visiting family, and we had to return something to Kohl's. And so we got a, we returned an Amazon product to Kohl's, and they just gave us a five dollar coupon.
1: Yeah, just because we returned
0: something, which I don't understand why. Like we just returned something, they gave us a five dollar coupon, but, but really thankful for it because we found. We're like, what can we buy for five dollars? Like, what would we buy at Kohl's for five dollars? And they had a game, and you know, like the game Uno. Well, they have one called Dose, and it was six dollars. So, we're like, well, we'll pay a dollar to see how it goes. And we started playing it with like your little cousins, and it is so fun. And it's just, it's like Uno but different. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a really fun card game. And we played it so many times, and it's really fun. So that's my other weekly obsession is Dose. We should play tonight.
1: We should play tonight. Yeah. It's like two to four players, so
0: yeah, it's really fun. It's so. like
1: Uno with uh, a little bit more complicated, but the complications make it fun. It makes it a little bit more strategic rather than
0: yeah. luck. So if you happen to return an Amazon package at Kohl's and they give you a $5 coupon and you can find those for $6, I think it's worth the dollar. Just letting you know It's for also
1: sure. worth $6. <laughs> so. it's,
0: it's, a, it's a fun game. So that's my that's my obsessions this week. So that's really it. But if you guys do have questions, please send them in. We absolutely love answering them. I feel like it lets us kind of connect with you guys on a different Level than just telling stories, and I don't know, just really fun. So if you guys have any questions, do send them in at foreplaypodcast@gmail.com or foreplay.com/ask, and we will we'll answer them. So thank you guys so much for listening, and here's the outro.
1: If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below. You can email us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four, O-U-R, playpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at 4Play.com shop and courses at 4Play.com learn. And we also have a Facebook group called Foreplay play Community and would love for you to join at Facebook.com slash group slash 4 Community. We're on Twitter at Four Play Podcast and Instagram at Hey Luna and at Hey Jace B. I have an OnlyFans which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash Bella Luna VIP or my free one at Bella Luna Free. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace and you can get a free 30 day full membership by using our link. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!